I am Carrie Nichols, and this is The 10-Minute Therapist, Episode 10, Yoga and Mental Health. This podcast delivers tips, tools, and resources to improve your mental health in daily, manageable doses. My name is Carrie Nichols, and I am The 10-Minute Therapist. All right, Molly, thanks for joining us today. So, yeah, I'm happy to be here. Um, why don't you start? Just give us a basic introduction, who you are, what your training is, what your background is, and how you got to where you are today. Okay, sure. Um, yeah, so um, I teach yoga in San Antonio, Texas right now, and um, I teach it on a variety of different levels for um, people who are just coming into yoga, and then I work with groups and um, private students as well to work on their individual practice. I also lead a teacher training for people who um, want to become teachers, who've gotten to the point where you know they're in a yoga practice and they either want to teach or they just want to deepen their own practice. So I teach a style called Ashtanga, which is a very traditional and set sequence of poses but um, lately, especially what I have been teaching the last, gosh, like six to eight months or to a year um, is an alignment-based um, focus and more fitting the pose to the person than the person to the pose. So very individualized and letting it be for every kind of body and every type of person, what they need, whether that's more physical or they're coming more for more mental or emotional um, needs. Hopefully all three of those are, we're able to meet. But um, yeah, I've been teaching for about Let's see, about five years. Um, I got my training through an Ashtanga studio in Utah and did that, got to study with some really incredible teachers there, and then have just been teaching in a variety of capacities ever since, and then continuing my own training um, with a woman named Madi Azradi, and she kind of teaches this alignment-focused Ashtanga, which um, the anatomy person in me is just kind of like geeking out, so that's <laughs> a little bit of what I do right now. I love it. I'm a total dork when I teach, but fortunately, my students are really sweet, and they roll with it, so. That's, that is amazing. <laughs> that's so good. How did you yeah, get into yoga? Really what brought you what brought you here? Yeah, so it's actually interesting. I always tell people People come to yoga, at least in my opinion, for something physical, and then they usually stay because there's something more. And I did the same thing. I was doing a lot of personal training. I was working with a personal trainer. I um, had been going for, like, gosh, um, it was a year-long program working with this personal trainer. Um, just physically, I just wanted to get in better shape and feel better about myself. So several months in, um, he recommended yoga as a way to kind of offset and keep um, any kind of injuries at bay as I was, I was just lifting a lot of weights, and I was doing a lot of cardio, and I was doing a lot of, like, um, intervals and things like that. So I started taking a yoga class at the gym I was um, working out at, and I was really lucky that a couple of the teachers I was taking classes from were um, actually teachers for um, a local studio. So they were, not that there aren't great teachers at gyms, but they had another level to the way they taught yoga. So it wasn't just a physical stretching. It was a lot of these other elements of like mentally being able to find a safe space and like being able to let go of like mental load and emotional stress and those kinds of things. And I just got completely hooked. And one suggested that I do my teacher training with the studio where both these teachers had done theirs. And so I just got into it, did a month-long intensive, came out with my teacher training, and then moved across the country and um, started teaching there and have just been totally in love with it ever since. Oh, great. That's so great. Um, you keep saying, you keep talking about the mental health benefits of yoga. So help me, Huge, help me. Yes. Yeah. Explain what those are. Where do you think yeah. that comes from? And how do you think people could benefit from yoga? 
excuse me. Absolutely. And I feel like that's the thing that I, at least is my personal goal as a teacher of getting my students to the point where they start to recognize those benefits, because in my opinion, the physical is great. Yes, we need to be flexible um, and bendy or whatever. We want to feel stronger. But for me, the underlying current of mental health is so much more um, empowering and important to our lives. And um, we were chatting a little bit earlier about just how crazy our lives are right now and how we're all feeling like we're in this space where, you know, we're constantly running ragged and we are doing a million things. We're a million things to a million people and there's just not a time to shut off and I think that one of the most beneficial parts of yoga is that your phone is put away everyone who wants something from you is put away and all you do is focus on breathing in and out consciously and mindfully for an hour or however long you're moving in yoga and how often do we just notice inhaling and exhaling in our day like frequently I know for me if I'm running around like I don't even pay attention to whether or not I have inhaled or exhaled through the day so just coming to this what you know we call single pointedness or one pointedness of being conscious of our present moment is so beneficial to setting down um, the worry of either future or past and our lives really are just happening in this present moment and it takes away a lot of anxiety it's able to like lift us up out of depression because being here right now with our breath starts to calm down the mind and there's a lot of really cool science of how breath connects with the mind to calm down that monkey mind that's constantly spinning or trying to solve problems or worrying about things or feeling anxious about things by just focusing on our breath it really causes and you know brings about a real stillness in the mind which allows us to experience our life for what's actually happening as opposed to this alternate reality we sometimes create by that like really fast spinning anxious worried mind Exactly. I think it's so funny. Our fields line up so well, yoga and mindfulness. I definitely, I talk about that. I talk about those benefits all the time. And I find myself talking about using the breath as an anchor and noticing your breath and noticing what's going on and living in the present moment. So I I think we're on the same page. We're just doing it in two different ways. But I... Yes. The more angles we can come at it from, though, maybe the more people we can start to like realize that that's a real thing. Because I think sometimes when people hear that, I don't know about you, but in my field, they hear that and they're like, yeah, that's really nice, whatever. It's not that powerful. Right. Like, yes, you breathe in, you breathe out. Yep. But you start to realize it is this huge power that you have control over your life that I'll find myself like I'm in traffic and it's crazy and stressful and I have just become so accustomed that I don't even notice, but I start to do yoga breath, which is called ujjayi breathing, where you inhale and then you exhale through your nose with your mouth closed and there's kind of like this roughness in the back of your throat like you're trying to fog a mirror but with your mouth closed and just a few of those breaths like my whole body decompresses I'm no longer clenching I'm not dumping cortisol into my system I'm not like aching in my neck like I'm feeling calm it's just amazing the power once you start to train yourself in the breath how quickly you can come back to your place of center even when you're under extreme stress absolutely so I will say for myself um, I felt very overwhelmed and kind of intimidated by the idea of yoga when I was younger. I thought, oh, that's not for me for various reasons. So what would you say to somebody who's a beginner? How would you get them started? What um, encouragement would you give them? 
Oh, that's a really great question because I think it does feel super overwhelming. And I think that like in our day and age with social media, we see it as painted as just like there's only this one type of body who does yoga. And they're like, I think I mentioned this too early, but like they're upside down on a rock in like an island in a designer outfit and like doing some crazy backbending or something. And we start to think that, you know, that's the only way to do yoga. And um, I would just say to anyone who's thinking about it that it could be very, very small. It doesn't have to even be an hour long and it doesn't have to be anything that is strenuous. Um, one of the favorite things I love to say to people is I heard this once and I feel like it's brilliant that like saying you're not flexible enough for yoga is like saying you're too dirty to take a bath. (laughs) So like, it's not about flexibility and the way you'll find flexibility, if that's, you know, one of your goals is by coming to yoga. The way you're going to find peace is by coming to yoga. So it can be something as short as just a minute of, putting your phone in another room, sitting down and taking a breath in through your nose and out through your nose. And there's lots of really great um, apps and YouTube channels. And I can get you a few um, uh, references for um, some good like ideas of you if you want to post for your audience and things of some great apps to use. But one of the ones that I love um, is the, oh shoot, now I'm forgetting. I'm going to look at it really quick. So I tell you the right one, um, but it's the breathing app, I think is what it's called. Oh. Um And it's really, really simple. Um, You can pick like one of three different screens and you'll just watch like as you inhale, the ball on the screen gets bigger. And then as you exhale, the ball will get smaller. And so I would just say if you're interested in starting into yoga, I mean, yes, the movement can come later. I think studios can feel really intimidating to people or even going into a class in a gym or something like that. But start with just finding a few moments in your day to be mindful with your breath and so um an app like that like I believe it's called the breathing app and I'll send it to you so you um, yeah that's perfect I'll I'll go ahead and post that on my yeah. Instagram page um, as well. And then, but then also, um, there's lots of really great um, online resources. Um, someone that works with a lot of like functional movement that I love is Heart and Bones Yoga. She does a lot of really great things. Um, and Laura Hyman does a lot of really great things there too. But I feel like you can find, I think my first experience with yoga actually was like a biggest loser yoga video. And it was like in 10 minute increments or something nice. like that. It was something really small. So start small. Exactly. I think I would just recommend start small. If you want to go to an actual class, find there's a lot of beginners yoga classes. And so find something that is like with the terminology of like slow flow or like all levels um, vinyasa or a beginners yoga class. If you want to try something there and I always recommend do it with a friend, find somebody who maybe will be a little interested that maybe is also new or someone that's done it before that is okay that you can, that you feel like you can be yourself around. Um, Cause I think that's, some of my favorite memories as I was getting into yoga was I would like bring my sister with me and there were several moments where we just like would look at each other and we'd share this like moment of like laughing of like what do they want us to do (laughs) and it's easier to do those things that are a little scarier if you've got someone with you that you feel like there's going to be no judgment you just have a buddy in it you can laugh about it afterwards you're trying something new and you kind of shake those nerves out actually doing it um but maybe with a friend so I would just recommend find those classes that are I wouldn't start with power I wouldn't start with strong I would start with something small and something that helps you understand the principles of yoga understand a little bit of like the movement a little of the alignment focusing on the breath those kinds of things a studio is really going to be helpful in offering 
more variety. If you feel like going there, there's lots of classes that are just about, you know, a guided meditation or some kind of a slow movement type class or a gentle class or even like a yin class or something like that. And then there's lots of resources online. And I'll get you a list of a few of my favorites. So um, you, if you're still feeling like, you know, you wouldn't want to go out somewhere in public, which is totally understandable. A lot of people feel that way. You can do something at home and maybe start to feel like you can get your bearings there without feeling like anybody's watching you. But yeah, start small. You got this. Just breathe. Honestly, that's an improvement over what most of us do during our days. That's great. I love those suggestions. Um, Where can they find you? If, if our viewers wanted to find you locally, where, where are you? Yeah, I'm in San Antonio, so I teach at a studio called Southtown Yoga Loft. Um, it's in Southtown, downtown San Antonio. It's this gorgeous little loft that was built in, like, the early 1900s and just a beautiful space. Um, I teach there twice a week, and then I also teach at a local climbing gym called Armadillo Boulders, which is also downtown here. It's a bouldering gym that has some yoga attached to it, um, which is a really great space as well. So I'm here. I also offer private sessions, um, and I I can I can get you my like email if that's a good thing there to Absolutely. be able to contact me. And I'm also super happy to answer any questions. So if anybody has more things I haven't touched on, there's like a wide world of of yoga and wondering what it's all about and it's not a religion. It doesn't require you, you know, completely changing or converting in any way. The nice thing about it is there's a spiritual quality to it, but it's very individual. Um, and it can just be physical if that's what you want, but it also can be more if that's what you're looking for. So I feel like it's one of those spaces that's very open and welcoming and loving to whatever you need, you can find it there. So I would definitely say it's worth looking into and that's, I'm happy to help any way I can. That's perfect. Yeah, I'll definitely, I'll link you and you can answer any questions if they come up on my Instagram page. Page and I'll definitely connect totally. people with you. Thank you so much, yeah. Molly. I really appreciate yeah. it. Thanks for listening to The 10 Minute Therapist. If you found today's episode helpful, please subscribe, leave a review, and share this podcast with a friend. And don't forget, you can always reach out to me on Instagram with ideas for upcoming topics. Until next time.